Seltzer Kings Podcasts. What the hell were you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew. I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. We don't even know if this is anything. Well, no, we don't. And I haven't had a day off for a while. True. And a cranky slayer is a careless slayer. Buffy, maintaining a normal social life as a slayer is it, it, problematic at best. This is the 90s, the 1990s in point of fact, and I can do both. Clark Kent has a job. I just want to go on a date. Well, I suppose it was a fairly slim lead. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And look, I won't go far, okay? If the apocalypse comes, beat me. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're two boys watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer and reviewing every episode, going through them. We've never watched this show before, so keep that in mind as we continue. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I'm Vance. And today we're talking about the fifth episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is titled Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. It was directed by David Semmel and written by Rob Des Hotel and Dean Batali. <laughs> the original air date was March 31st, 1997 to an audience of 4.09 million people. And this is a this is a fun one. This is what you expect. Yeah, I, I think they hit their stride here and it seems like they doubled their numbers on this episode. Yeah, the last episode was like around three million. Yeah, or this like, one yeah, two, bumped little, it up another million. Yeah. But uh, this, this is all camp. I feel <laughs> it's it's perfectly delightful, and yeah, camp. It's like it's not bad. It's just campy. And yeah, it's fun, campy. They know they're in on the joke a lot of the times. Yeah. There are some lines though that. We'll have to bring up <laughs> some dialogue choices that are just like, <laughs> you, you get the feeling that this was written by adults pretending to be teenagers. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, like not even just adults written, uh, pretending to be teenagers, but like late, like midlife crisis adults <laughs> pretending to be teenagers. Like I heard my, my daughter say this one time. <laughs> or I, I think I would say this if I was 40 and my daughter wasn't, and I was in high school. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's some lines man but uh well yeah. i will say it's a good return to form in terms of we're back to the vampires mm-hmm. <laughs> we're back to the master uh doing his thing in his weird bubble that only he can escape from yeah we got some answers about that i think well, yeah sure there was some explanation because you know i was always like why can't he just leave and now we find out he's trapped in a mystical prison but we knew that in the second episode. See, I didn't know With that. The, when he kept touching the wavy wall thing and he couldn't well, get I, out. I thought that that was him getting hit, uh, like the power transferred to him. 
No, that's the bubble of like he's in his dome and he can't leave. Okay, well, I must have not been paying attention at all. I, I don't know how you can't keep up with Buffy. I know it's I know it's heavy yeah. lifting. A lot, I was... of, a lot of Emily Dickinson references. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Shall we get into it? Yeah. All right. So this is the first episode where we didn't have that intro where it's like, every once in a generation, yeah, there's was, a Slayer. I was surprised. We just got right into some action. Yeah. Got into Buffy kicking some vampire ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, kills the vampire, tries to have a quip at the end, and... You know, it just kills him. And then Giles pops out from behind a grave and he's like, uh, you know, that was a good kill, but uh, you could be doing better. You're you're wasting a lot of energy and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, can't you just be happy for me? <laughs> I didn't realize that was part of Giles's job description to uh, he's not even training her. He's just critiquing her. Yeah. Just <laughs> like. Just like a nagging fucking... <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, you just need to kill faster. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing this like that? Do it more like this. Like, then you fucking kill him, Giles. Yeah. But uh, while they're doing that, uh, the master is talking about how he needs to find an anointed one. Yeah. He's talking to three vampires. Yeah. About this. We basically get the vampire gospel. <laughs> And the prophecy mm. of the coming of Jesus, basically. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, like, his own Bible. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess uh, Giles finds, like, a ring when yeah. after she kills the vampire. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, hard to spot at Very night hard in a graveyard. But at he, night, he in grass. It. Yeah. He's just like, what's this? And what's he it, picks it up. Yeah. Buffy's like, I don't know. You think it's something? And he's like, it has to be something. She's like, ah. <laughs> Everything is something in this universe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then the master's talking about the anointed one. And then, uh, yeah, then we get the intro song. And then we cut back to Giles researching the ring. And some random motherfucker named Owen shows up. Who we've never seen before. Wait, but while she's while she's uh, reviewing, while while they're looking at the ring, she looks at it and notices like this symbol mm-hmm. that he hasn't noticed on a ring. Yeah, what has he been doing? Yeah, it's a and ring. Then... It, it is a ring. It is a finite amount of space. Yeah, <laughs> he can't figure she... out. And she notices the symbol, and then. She's like, you think this symbol means that something? And then Giles is like, got a book in his hand. So he hands it to Buffy to look at the ring. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I don't think it means anything. And Buffy's like, it does mean something. It's literally on this page right here. Yeah. I was like, what is the, what is this point? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's Giles's role. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What has he been looking at? <laughs> it's <laughs> a ring with a symbol and he has a book with the symbol in it. It's one of those things where, like, Giles is probably just, like, looking at the book and, like, he's reading the words, but nothing's happening in his head. He's probably <laughs> fucking wasted. <laughs> I think Giles might have a drinking problem. He looked, he looked hungover in a later scene when she comes into the office. And he's just yeah. like, oh. And he's yeah. like, I don't think you've been up all night reading. I think you've been losing, Giles. He's been he's, he's an Englishman. You know, he hasn't been having tea. He's been drinking some of that uh whiskey probably but yeah then some rando shows up named owen and and buffy goes owen hi as if 
we have any idea who this guy is. Yeah. I, I legitimately, like, she started talking to Owen, and I paused the episode and made sure that we didn't miss an episode because I was, I was like, <laughs> she's talking to this guy like he's been around for a bit and we have heard of him. Yeah, but, I mean, she's been in school for two years now, probably, according <laughs> to the timeline, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Owen shows up. Uh, Buffy apparently has some kind of, like, crush on him. And he is talking about how he's like, I lost my Emily Dickinson, of course. I don't feel comfortable leaving home without her. It's like my security blanket. <laughs> oh, it was just like... Not I, how you would ever say you would never say I lost my Emily. Yeah. Two out two minute pause. Dickinson. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just the setup of that. I think even Giles looks at him like, you're a fucking nerd, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like I read to stop vampires. I don't read like <laughs> like I'm not reading Emily Dickinson just the because it makes me angsty or brooding. It's yeah, and then Buffy's like, oh, I have something like that, too, a blanket, but I don't use it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Owen kind of throws some shade at her, like, I'm surprised to see you in here. She's like, why? He's like, you don't seem like the type that likes books I mean, and I reading. Think you can, I think you can read, which was the yeah. weirdest line. <laughs> I don't think you're literate. Just, I don't yeah. think you'd read books. And then so he gets his Emily and... uh Rupert Giles throws some shade at Emily Dickinson. He's like, she's a pretty good poet for, and then Buffy's like, for a woman, and he's like, no, for an American. It's I like, like oh, I, I kind of like that. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a sexist thing. It was more of a region, a continental thing. Yeah, I liked yeah. it too. A nice little reversal, and mm -hmm. then so Owen leaves. Buffy's staring longingly at him, and she's like, Giles. You gotta get me all the Emily Dickinson books I can find. And he's like, oh, you're interested in reading now? Uh, this is a cold day in hell or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, does my dress make me look fat? <laughs> and I was like, why? <laughs> why right? did they do that? That was awful. Yeah. That was yeah. the worst. They could have just cut the scene without that line. It would have been fine. Yeah. And she's like looking up at him. And it's just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So nasty. What, you know, she doesn't have a father in her life. You know, maybe Giles is a father figure. It, it's very 90s. Does this does this blank make me look fat? Like, you can yeah. insert that into any sitcom or any bad stand-ups routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Buffy's talking to Willow about Owen. She's like, I talked to Owen. And Willow's like, oh, my God, you talked to Owen? He's like the coolest guy and and he doesn't talk to anybody. He must like you. And then they go sit down with Xander and Xander's like, who the fuck is this Owen guy? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't noticed like the other handsome, tall guy in school. Right. <laughs> like the, the guy. The other, the <laughs> other guy that looks 35 years old in the school. <laughs> like, you know, Xander's so emasculated that I feel like he would have pinpointed every single uh, potential. Like, yeah. Potential yeah. rival. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but Owen is sitting alone. This handsome, apparently super handsome, brooding, mysterious guy that's he's sitting alone 
at a lunch table and then Buffy's like, oh, he's sitting alone. Maybe somebody should go sit with him. And then Willow's like, maybe somebody should. And I was like, is Willow going? <laughs> I was really hoping Xander got up and went over there. I really <laughs> thought that was going to be the move. That would have been the move. That would have been the move. That's but the in, ultimate cock block. It <laughs> you totally throw your cock is. in the way. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I really thought he was going to get up because it was, it was leading to that. They kept asking, someone should go. Someone yeah. should go. I was like, well, are we going to have a joke here? Or is she actually just yeah. going to get up and go? <laughs> Xander's like, fine, I'll do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved that, actually. That would have been so much funnier than what actually happens, which is Buffy gets up and she's like, I'm going to get upset with him then. She starts walking over to him, and then out of nowhere, Cordelia bumps into Buffy and spills her tray of stuff. And she's like, oops, didn't see you there. And then she sits down and she's like, oh, and is anybody sitting here? And all of a sudden, Cordelia is interested in Owen. And Buffy throws some shade at how uh, fat Cordelia must be. because her big. I didn't realize her hips were so wide. Yeah. And then... Cordelia's flirting with Owen. She's like, you want to go to the bronze tonight? And he's like, I don't know. Buffy, are you going? And Buffy's like, yeah, I'll be there. And Cordelia's like, why do you give a fuck about Buffy's going? I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cordelia's like, uh, he like, you want to go to the bronze? She's like, who's going to be there? She's like, I'll be there. Who else? And yeah. She's like, she is so hurt by that, that right? line. And I loved it because he delivered it with no... No malice, no spite. It was just like a generic, a general question. Like, who yeah. else is going to be there? Yeah. Um, and my God, the bronze is just making bank off Absolutely. these kids. It is they... open <laughs> every night of the week and packed. Like, yeah. it is packed. I mean, it's a one Starbucks town, Vance. There's not a lot else to do. Like, I went out in high school, but it was always weekends. Yeah. It no, was, because you had shit to do. Yeah, and you weren't slaying vampires. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going on date slash vampire slaying. Yeah. Uh, so Buffy's kind of like, "Ooh, isn't this nice? He wants to come hang out with me." So then Giles warns Buffy after reading a little bit more up on this ring and he's like hey this shit's about some kind of anointed one guy and uh if my calculations are correct the anointed one is supposed to show up tonight and she's like you can't be tonight I have a date <laughs> and he's like are you fucking serious <laughs> she's like boys prepubescent fantasies like yeah. those lines were just like what what teenagers yeah. talking like when teenagers like reference themselves as being teenagers, right? Like, I'm five. I'm five years old. I'm supposed to have fun. Like that's such weird dialogue Giles, for stuff. I'm still a teenager. Yeah. I need to have a social life. He's like, yeah. there are literal vampires underneath this school. There's been multiple dead bodies in the school, and you're like, yeah. when I want to go on a date, we you just killed one last night. Yeah. <laughs> What if Giles just like slapped her once? He's just like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's not his style. He's, he gives a long lecture and speech while she's like mopey. That's Some sarcastic, does. sardonic, uh, <laughs> just condescending lecture. Yeah. <laughs> if he takes his glasses off, you know, he means business. Yeah. 
Uh, so he's like, I forbid you to go on this date. We need this stake out at the graveyard. And uh, then we cut to them chilling at the graveyard and nothing's happening. I didn't understand why they went straight to the graveyard. Like, yeah. uh, did he just think it, someone was going to rise from the dead? Yeah, I mean, vampires are showing up all over this town. They showed up to the bronze even, which is where Buffy was supposed to be going. Just go to the bronze. She needs to be at the bronze every night. Yeah. That is that is ground zero for vampire she should, attacks. She should just be the bouncer at the bronze. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. You remember in the first episode, he was like, hey, you should be able to spot vampires. Yeah. And she wasn't able to spot them. She just judged someone because of their clothes. Yeah. Like, is that ever going to come back? Is she ever going to have, like, vampire vision? Well, I feel like uh, every time since we've seen vampires, they're not shapeshifters. They just have the gigantic ugly faces with the fangs out. Uh, the one at the end of this episode seems like a shapeshifter. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're camping out at the graveyard. And then nothing's happening. And Buffy is like... Are we done? Can I go to the bronze now? And Giles is just like, yeah, I guess nothing's happening. Go on. I'll see you later. So then she goes to the bronze. It's so funny that she's sitting there with that, like, soda. Oh, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. Trust her. And they're just waiting, like, with no weapons and no plan. Like, <laughs> it's just like, hey, something's going to come and we need you to punch it to death. <laughs> and she just... And I'm, I don't know if you're, you're thinking like I'm thinking, but if I'm Giles, I'm walking with her out of the cemetery. Yeah, like, dude. Me like, too. Buffy, you're walking me home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, I'm not a slayer and I don't want to get killed on my walk home from the cemetery. Yeah. I mean, especially if you've been doing all this research and stuff about like, oh, this, this anointed one guy, he means serious business. And then he's like, all right, go to the bronze. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Just go their separate ways. Yeah, at least walk me to my car. Like, what? W- w- at what time do you think night is over? <laughs> like, like, oh, they said it would come by eight o'clock. So, the anointed yeah. one isn't here. Prophecy's wrong. Go have fun. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> so so yeah. silly. Um. So then Buffy goes to the bronze and she's looking around, looking for Owen. And this is like a very intensely long search, I felt like, like way longer than necessary. (laughs) Uh, So she's looking for Owen and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Owen is dancing with Cordelia. Buffy was too late to her date, her plans with Owen and Cordelia swooped in and fucking stole the hottie from buffy yeah i mean cordelia just discovered this guy this uh this week in school yep and uh she's going after him yeah and this guy's not that hot you know if i'm you know if i'm gonna be vain for a second that guy is not good looking he's fine i, I think he's very average yeah like he's fine. Buffy. yeah high school's different it's like he's got the brooding mysterious factor going to him going for i him. know I feel like Buffy and Cordelia can do better. Vance, on a, on a hot, hotness scale, you're just looking at these two people. Do you think Xander's hotter than Owen? Do I think Xander's hotter than Owen? Uh, no, I'll give it to Owen. I'll give, Owen the, it to Owen. I'll give Owen the edge. Yeah. 
I give it to I give the edge to Xander. Because Xander has a little more of a cartoony look. He has a little more comedic look than uh because later in this episode, Angel and Owen are like clones. Honestly, <laughs> when they're next to each other, it's like they don't look exactly alike, but they're like the same height and build. Like, I don't think they look anything alike. They, I was like, these are like it's like they are that type of character, like that you would cast as like no, they don't no. have the same facial structure, but they're the same type of like they just stand and brood. This is brooding. It's brooding. That's all they See, do. I didn't take Owen as brooding. I took him as like antisocial, awkward. Like I took him as like not knowing like how to talk to women, so he doesn't talk. Whereas Xander is not knowing how to talk to women, but he talks too much. Well, when we get to the scene with Angel, Angel also has a little jealousy, and he has the exact same like face, and he yeah. starts to he he drops his like mysterious facade to like yeah. Oh, he, sh- he shows up to, he shows up to deliver some cryptic stuff, and yeah. then he's like, "Wait, who, who's that guy? You're on the you're on the date, mopey face." Like, yeah, so I don't know. Oh uh, man, we're getting way ahead. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we cut to like a, a bus that's driving through town and there's some kind of like crazy guy on it. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, talking about the Bible, it seems like. And everybody's looking at him like, dude, who? what are you talking about? And then a vampire jumps in front of the bus and then the bus crashes. And then the bus driver's like, is everybody OK? Goes to check on the vampire. Vampire eats him. Uh, and that's pretty much that's. Yeah. Dude, these vampires have like some really interesting powers where these two random vampires we just met, if they kill five people, they bring forth the anointed one. Yeah. And like the, the pilot was, or the first two episodes were basically, hey, if you start drinking, I put this mark on your forehead. So when you drink people, it's like I'm drinking them and I can get power and get out of here. It's like, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. That, that That's how it works. There's a lot of vampire loopholes here, Vance. Yeah. And I'll say this. If I was one of those vampires, I would never go back to the master's little dungeon. Right? All he does is threaten to kill you. Says, if I don't kill you, let yourself get killed. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, no, you can't get out of this thing? Is that what yeah. you just said? You can't, you can't get out. You can't leave. Cool. All well, right. You, you need my help, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. So I'm going to leave. be nice to me. So I'm going to leave. <laughs> Because I can, and I'm never coming back. <laughs> Maybe I'll actually leave this town, too, because I'm a vampire, yeah. and it's the one place there's a slayer. I mean, I feel like the claw guy had it right. Like, he didn't seem like he was serving the master. He was just doing his own thing. Yeah. I forget his backstory of how his hand got cut off, but yeah. Yeah. So, the next day, Buffy is at school, and she's freaking out about O, and she's like, ah. Oh. I blew it with him last night. I, it was too late. I was out scouting for vampires. And then he was dancing with Cordelia. This is the worst. And she's saying all of this to Xander, who is helplessly in love with her. And he's like, oh, you know what? You might be better off going out with a guy that, uh, you know, is like me, basically. <laughs> that knows your nightly activities. Yeah, and, and is cool with it and still thinks you're hot. And she's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anybody like that. Uh, <laughs> so as she's complaining about blowing it with Owen, Owen shows up and uh, he's like, hey, what happened? Where were you last night? I was waiting for you. And she was like, 
Oh, were you? Because I heard through the grapevine that you were dancing with Cordelia. And he was like, oh, yeah, I don't like her. She's too handsy for me. But like, where were you? And she was she made up some lie about like her watch broke and she doesn't have any watch, any clocks in her house. So she didn't know what time it was. So she just stayed home. Yeah. She's like, oh, I didn't even know what day it was. She has the worst excuses for someone who lives a secretive life. Especially Xander gave her a great excuse. Yeah. Like two seconds earlier. (laughs) Car broke down or something. Yeah. He was like, just say you got a flat tire. Yeah. And then, like, why? I thought that she was going to use that. And then Xander was going to be like, oh, you use my excuse for this bullshit. But no, she makes up a lie about not knowing what time it was or day. Which leads to this great exchange where oh. he's like, oh, how about we go out tonight and um, I'll pick you up. And, he ha- and you can even use my watch. And he hands her a gold pocket watch yeah. that no teenager has ever carried in no. their life unless it's like their dead grandfather's pocket watch that they left him and they yeah. wouldn't give it to some lady yeah and then they cut to xander's watch and it's a tweety bird watch yeah which is another watch that no teenager would have i don't know teenagers would probably have <laughs> i could see a teenager having that having that looney tunes maybe middle school tweety maybe bird? middle school but for the comedic effect it was really funny it was a good yeah. juxtaposition scene. Yeah. But, I mean, they're supposed to be 16. <laughs> the pocket watch and the Tweety Bird. It's like old man, young kid. <laughs> like, yeah. It's perfect. Unbelievable. Uh, and then so they plan a date in front of Xander. And then Xander, you know, they walk off and Xander has his own little, great, it's like I'm not even here kind of moment. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that is what's happening. Then we see the master in the mystical prison just blabbing on about, hey, find me the anointed one. Yeah. Uh, so then, <laughs> and this is when Giles looks hungover because yeah. Buffy comes in and she's like, hey, nothing, nothing, nothing uh, to report. No problems. OK, uh, I got to go. And she's wearing like this half crop top thing. Like it's yeah. just barely, you just barely see belly, you know? Mm hmm. Uh, and she's just at the doorway, and he looks hung. Over. He looks like he's, <laughs> he tied one on last night. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm just, yeah. yeah like, and she's like, all right, there's nothing going on. Okay, bye. See you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, bye. Because we know he's not reading if he couldn't see two things from a ring. No <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then uh, he just kind of looks like, oh, what am I going to do with this girl? Mm-hmm. Uh then uh, Xander and Willow are helping Buffy get dressed for her date. Uh, Willow's like, hey, should you wear this or that? And then Xander's like, you know, I don't think either of those are good for you. You should wear this. And he gets a long ass parka and a ski mask. And he's like, that's what he would like. <laughs> this scene has another one of those lines where Buffy goes, where do young kids go on dates these days? Right. And I was like, oh, What? Yeah, you like, are a young kid. And then uh, Willow's like, well, I've heard teens are going to movies. And, stuff. and I was just like, are they in on it? Like, is that just how they're, are they joking? Like, yeah, I guess. Willow Willow has been to the bronze. Willow was about to go on a date with a vampire to an ice cream place. Yeah. 
And she's like, I read, I saw a story on the news that kids go to parties. It's like, what is wrong with this? <laughs> like, I'm like, is the, are they joking and making fun of adults making fun of teens? Or are they literally asking these questions? I have no idea. And, what of, and of course, we know where the date's going to be. It's the bronze. They go to the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> Two nights in a row. The place is packed. Yeah. Everyone's going to think that Owen is like a lady killer because he was dancing with Cordelia. Now he's dancing with Buffy. Wow. For, I have for to God, say, it doesn't go out much. He's. I have to say, between all of the outfits Buffy had to choose from, she picked the worst one. I can't even remember what she picked. There was one where it was like flowery and pink, and she was like, this is my soft and coy side. Then there was one that was like lime green and neon blue with flowers on it. And she was like, this is my like loud and audacious side. And then there's the parka with the ski mask. And what she chose is like this puke booger green glittery dress with a pink like overcoat. Oh yeah, it was so it, nasty. It was one of the, I remember because there's a wide shot in the uh, in the place when she's on the date, and it's just mm. like it it doesn't have any shape to it. Yeah, it's so bad. It, it uh, was she wearing like boots too? Yeah, she was think, wearing like I think when she has the jacket, boots. when she has the jacket over it, it, it kind of works. But without the jacket, it seemed yeah. like it didn't. She looked like a character from Austin Powers without the jacket. Like it was yeah, just no, bad. it was very like it was very seventies ish. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, man. So then uh, she's like, "All right, I'm gonna choose this." And then Xander's like, "Don't worry, I won't watch you." And then he's like looking at her through the mirror, changing and what a creep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then so she's about to go out on the date. Giles shows up and he's like, Buffy, my calculations weren't wrong. Look at the newspaper. Five people died. This is the anointed one thing. And then Owen shows up immediately after. And he's like, what's the librarian doing here? What are Xander and Willow doing here? And, and they're like, oh, you're really overdue with your your late fees and your books. And then Owen's like, "Wan, you really take your job seriously," <laughs> which, which I thought was great. Yeah, that was my yeah. favorite line in the episode. I think it's like, "Man, you take your job seriously." <laughs> so then Buffy's kind of like, "You know, this isn't really like doesn't mean that you're right just because five people died <laughs> in the small town. In this small town, and you predicted five deaths <laughs> doesn't mean that this is the anointed one thing that you were talking about. I got a date to go on, and meanwhile." They uh, uh, Willow and Xander usher Owen into the other room to like give him like a talking to before the date. And <laughs> Xander's just like the most insecure person ever. He's like, Buffy hates being touched. She doesn't like being kissed. You know what? Don't even look at her the yeah. whole time you're on the date. And uh, yeah, so then Buffy somehow convinces Giles that his prediction was wrong and he's full of shit. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, well, I guess I guess you can go on your date. I'll just look into it myself with my non-super powers. Yeah. With my only cross yeah, like, that I you bring don't to have defend a, myself. I guess he has a stake, too, but I guess he's afraid to use it. Yeah. Uh, anybody can kill vampires. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, like she doesn't, she's strong and can punch, I guess. I mean, unless there's more than one of them, like if there's just one of them, mm-hmm. all you need is a cross and a stake. Yeah. You fucking show the cross, stab with the stake. Yep. That's it. Yeah. But if, I mean, I guess if there's more than one, then you're kind oh, of fucked, you're maybe. Swarmed. Yeah. Yeah, they can gang up on you. But it's that's just like a regular fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? You don't need to be a vampire to gang up on people. Right? Yeah. So Xander and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Buffy and Owen go to the bronze and uh, they're bonding over how much Owen hates women. <laughs> yeah. His he's starting he's still talking about Emily Dickinson. Yeah. And just he goes on to say something about like there's more important things than dating. Like I don't go out much with a lot of girls because I find them it's a lot of frivolousness. Yeah. And they don't and they just want to they only care about dating. And I'm like, you just asked this girl a lot on two dates. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like what it, do you know about Buffy that we don't know? That makes you think that she's different. I mean, she said that she's into Emily Dickinson and she's shown little to no knowledge about her. <laughs> yeah. So he knows that she's she, a super fan. She absolutely didn't go back home that night and read that book. Absolutely not. Uh, so then Buffy is like, you know what? Fuck all this uh, Emily Dickinson talk and how much you think women are frivolous and dating is awful. Let's dance. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And so they start dancing, and then Cordelia busts in to the bronze with just the most awful hair. Just <laughs> You are such a catty little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. She's got like not even 90s, like 1980s, like crimped hair. Like she looks like she's in a, a hair metal band. And she's like, oh, what the fuck is this about? Owen and Buffy are here. He was just dancing with me last night. There should be laws against this. Yeah. See, you were focused on her hair. I was focused on her friends that don't get one single line. (laughs) Yeah, her cronies. (laughs) Her cronies that just stand there and go, hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Like, that's the most thing they get to do. Like, can I uh, respond to her? She's she's been talking for like five minutes. Nope. (laughs) No, and if they do get half a line, Cordelia just immediately shuts Shut them down. Them like, off. I was fucking talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. what You talk about thankless jobs. Yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> that's the thankless role. <laughs> the, the, the girl standing behind the, the bitchy girl from high school. Yeah. So Cordelia goes to break up uh, Buffy and Owen's date. And she's like, huh, Owen, uh, I'm here. You want to dance with me? And he's like, no, I'm here with Buffy. And she's like, yeah, but you could be here with me. And he's like, yeah, but I'm here with Buffy. And she's like, this is unfucking believable And then Buffy's like, skedaddle. Yeah. And then so she skedaddles. And she's like, standing near the entrance. Oh, wait, no, no. Wait, no, no, they, no. I want to say, like, when Owen first starts to dance, it is clear he's a terrible dancer. Oh, absolutely. I There's mean, nothing about this guy that's suave. I don't know no, how no, you he's think not he's hotter suave. than Xander. He's not suave. He's not suave. I think, like, I honestly was not watching this thinking about his attractiveness level or anything. I just, like, put it behind me. So I wasn't like, oh, yeah, Buffy. I'm like, ah, Buffy's falling for a random new character for this episode. Yeah. Um, 
And he's just not Xander. He has no charisma. No. That is the thing that he's really, really lacking. He has no personality. No, yeah. There's, there's no reason for her to like him after what we've seen. You know? Yeah. Before, it's like, oh, he's mysterious. I want to get to know him, go on a date. Once he starts talking, you're like, this guy. Yeah. He sucks. <laughs> he's got nothing. He's not fun. He's not funny. Like, he's just like a dolt. You know what I would have liked? I would have liked Cordelia to go after him after he was with Buffy. Not before. Not oh, when okay. they meet at the table. You know, I want Cordelia to be like, why is he going after Buffy and her being like, well, you know what? I'm going to just take him from him just like as a challenge kind of thing. Yeah. Not like, oh, she actually did like this person. Yeah. Or she like goes after him. And then once he's like, OK, I'm into you. She's like, you know what? Now I'm bored. Yeah, exactly. Like she she's doing it in spite of Buffy, not just because he's the hot guy in school. But I just think that he's like a blank he is a blank canvas. Milk, milk toast, nothing. He's, you know, they did. It's interesting. He's the like reverse version of like a Willow type character, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I read Emily Dickinson and I do this to make myself seem important mm-hmm. because I have no personality of my own. <laughs> like, yeah, like that is that is it. His personality is I read these Emily Dickinson books and like hate high school normalness. Yeah, I'm too fucking deep for this. So you want to go to the bronze? Yeah, right. The <laughs> fucking haven for all the worst people. Hey, we can go anywhere tonight. Where do you want to go? Oh, where all of our high schoolers go to? Yeah. Hey, you want to go? You know that place where there were onstage murders happening? <laughs> that seems like a romantic date spot. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened at Bouncer we liked. Yeah. Remember last week how there were onstage murders at this place? Let's go there. <laughs> they keep booking bands man they keep booking bands i know yeah, that's true the show must go on yeah um so yeah so then they're dancing and blah 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 but then we cut to giles doing some investigating himself at the graveyard and he runs into vampires and uh locks himself in a room and he's like in peril then we cut back to Cordelia, who's standing by the entrance now, and she's like, mean mugging Buffy and Owen. She's like, what the fuck is happening? Why would anyone go for her? She's a skank. She's the worst. How can she just throw herself at some guy that she doesn't even know? Then Angel walks in and she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw myself at this fucking guy. This guy is the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Call 911 because I'm going to take his breath away. (laughs) It's just so much. Yeah. So much. And you're like, her friends, what are you doing? Right. Her (laughs) friends should just be like, what are you you talking about? (laughs) And she didn't even get a good look at Angel. She just saw the back of him. Exactly. She didn't see his face. At all. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, and I love that Angel knows how to find them. But there's oh, yeah. a line. There's a line that Buffy says while she's dancing with Owen that I forget if it's here or it might be like right before this. She's He's been talking about how like, hey, you're like two different people, you know, and like I don't understand. And then later she says while they're dancing, I feel like a girl right now. Yeah. And I was just like that. I get it because I've been watching the episode. What does he <laughs> think that means? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. You're dancing with someone and you just say, I feel like a girl right now. And you're like, hmm. 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 
okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I won't think more about that. That's a weird. Yeah. That's just a weird line to say to someone. Yeah, Owen's just thinking with his dick right now, Vance. He doesn't give a shit. He like, okay. said anything. I don't think he is. Well, I just know that he was like, you having fun? And that's when she's like, I, yeah, I am. I feel like a girl. <laughs> just, which is so weird. Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't know. So, yeah, then Angel shows up and he, he sees Buffy and Buffy's like, oh, Angel. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, Buffy and, went straight into infatuation mode when she saw um, Angel. And, yeah, Which right? I was like, wait. You just did that with Owen. It's like she like, completely forgot about Owen for like two seconds. Yeah. Did she forget uh, that Angel exists? I thought she would have been pining over him. Right? Apparently she's been pining over Owen for weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. So Angel shows up to tell her like, hey, did you see five people died and uh, you should be out doing something because, you know, tonight's the night. And she's like, "Um, Angel, I can't because I'm on a date. And Angel's like, you're what? <laughs> On a date? And then Owen walks over and he's like, hey, who's this fucking guy? And and she's like, this is Angel. And he's like, how do you guys know each other? Angel just mopily goes, from work. <laughs> Which is a real overstatement for they've never actually worked together. Yeah, you, no. you literally show up, say, hey, you know, there's stuff going down. I don't know where, I don't know when, I don't know how to stop it, but I'm here. And, to... I, and I won't tell you and I won't anything t- aside from stuff's happening. And I won't go with you to help you. Like, I won't do yeah. anything. He doesn't even say, he's like, stuff is going to happen. Yeah. Like, where are you getting your info from, buddy? Right, dude? So... As uh, Angel's looking at her like, oh, man, this stinks. She's here with another guy. Uh, Fucking Xander and Willow show up and they're like, hey, you should be doing something else right now. And Angel's like, these guys get it. And then Owen's like, what what are all of you guys doing here? (laughs) And it's basically like Xander and Willow are like, we're here on a double date. and, And here's some more seeds, Vance, planted. Well, Xander I mean, they really could have played with this a lot yeah. in the episode. Because my prediction for this episode almost kind of came true. Where I was like, it's going to be her having, to, yeah, her having to like kill vampires while being on a date and yeah. like hiding it. And they kind of get there, but they don't really do any of the like fun stuff with it. Yeah, I mean, you're you're pretty on the mark with that prediction. Yeah, I just wish like, oh, they were on a double date and like. They had to, like, if Willow and Xander pretended, like, they had to do something. Or, hey, Willow and Buffy are going to go to the bathroom. And then she has to, like, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. too sitcom But, like, something where they're trying to keep it a secret from him. Like, mm-hmm. he sees vampires and still doesn't get it. Neither. Because everyone's yeah. so dumb in this town. Owen um, is a dope, dude. He is. No, I'm not saying he's a winner. Uh, so so they're like oh, Xander and Willow show up and they're like hey you gotta go to the graveyard funeral home like now that'd be a good place to take a date right and well, one that's Buffy's, in dark bleak yeah. stuff yeah and Buffy's like uh, I don't know about that and Owen's like fuck yeah let's go <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh man this guy 
Buffy, yeah. you don't want to be with this guy. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Especially after like what happens later and what he's saying later. Uh, but he fucking <laughs> Buffy eventually is like, hey, man, I got to go. You remember what you were saying about how I'm two different people? It's like, you're right. But the one that's here right now with you, she's having a great time and she will come back. I promise you. And he's like, okay. And then she walks out of frame, then runs back into frame and kisses him right in front of Angel. Yeah, Angel's How standing dare. back. Yeah. He's standing back there and he's like, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Angel is like, what did you expect? You show up for two, one minute every every three weeks. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> so and then, I, I really wish Angel didn't have, and I know it's like a teen drama, so they have to do that like jealousy angle but i wish he was more on the giles's side of things where same. giles like it's more like hey we need you to do this response like you shouldn't be on a date right now because something's going down not like you shouldn't be on a date and i'm jealous of it yeah that's what i thought angel's and role in the show was and they like, don't play it up too much they don't go too hard with the jealousy but there's that look yeah um, and uh so yeah then buffy leaves and owen is standing there with Angel, and he's like, you know, I just don't get that girl. And then Angel says, I'm like, yeah, she is pretty complicated. I don't think Angel says anything. He doesn't? No. I could have swore he said something. I don't think he says the line. <laughs> I think he said, look at the dumper on that one. <laughs> I think you started. I don't think he said anything. <laughs> yeah, okay. You might be right. Um, but, but it is interesting that they're just standing together. He's like two like similar type like they're not fully similar but they're like the same height build and buffy's still attracted to both of them and they're you know just standing funny? there i feel like owen is actually tall and i feel like angel's standing on a box mm, i don't know you know what i'm gonna look up david boreanaz's height you're, you're getting into your xander uh <laughs> insecurities <laughs> right now yeah like david. i don't care David Borea. Oh, he's six one. Okay, he's yeah. pretty tall. Yeah, but Owen looks like he's like fucking. You know, dude, he's fifty two now. Wow. Uh, Owen looks like he's like six five, six six. He's not six six. You're crazy. He looks super <laughs> fucking tall, dude. That's because Buffy's like five feet two. Are you serious? You think that that's how tall Buffy is? She's five four max unbelievable all right i don't believe we it. just we just you just hijack the podcast to do height measurements i did hijack the uh podcast to do height measurements and now i need to see how tall this guy is and how tall is buffy christopher whale is six two okay so they are about the same height yeah that's what i said they're like they got clones sarah michelle geller height this is great podcasting. She's 5'4". Nailed it. Nailed All right. it. Okay, Vance. Okay. I thought you said she was 5'2". Get but the then fuck I out said of she's here. Five four max. I said she's 5'4 max. Okay. Well, so yeah. Vance yeah, is she's right. Su she's super short. So, anyway. Back to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so, Buffy and uh, crew go to the graveyard uh funeral home you know what they don't have like they're in a graveyard 
Funeral homes right? aren't in graveyards. They aren't yeah. in graveyards. <laughs> Not usually. Yeah, they also have like a mausoleum and shit, and it's like a morgue as well. And that funeral home seems like it, it was a lot of hallways in that place. Yeah. So they go there, and Owen actually sneaks and uh, followed Buffy and crew. And she's like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "I wanted to come. What are we gonna do here? We gonna see a dead body? Let's see a dead body." I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" No, I was like, "This guy's." Like when he's first when he was like funeral home, that's cool. Not like that's creepy. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's why they did the Emily Dickinson stuff to show yeah. that he's like bleak. And I he's was like, dark. okay, yeah. I was like, fine, yeah. fine, fine. Yeah, but then when he's like, I just hope we see a dead body. I'm like, red flag, Buffy. <laughs> flag on the play. Doesn't someone say that in this episode? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past <laughs> yeah. him. But that is red flag indeed yeah. uh so giles is hiding from the vampires in one of those uh morgue refrigerator things with the dead body where, where he doesn't take the cross with them right <laughs> so like they broke through those vampires are strong they broke that metal bar yeah outside the window to get in and yeah. i guess they saw him there and didn't see him hop into the the slang whatever who cares giles is i mean that would be like a very safe hiding place because he could just be there if he had the cross just stick the cross at the front of it yeah and they can't get in no like he's cornered himself so he can't escape but they can't get in yeah so oh we forgot to mention that uh buffy has a pager oh yeah never that they never use they introduce it and reference it but they never pager they broke the laws of Chekhov's pager. Chekhov's pager, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. they. In my note, I have Owen is weird. I, I literally have that same note, dude. I literally have that same note. I, when Giles shows up at Buffy's house, I wrote, Owen shows up and it's weird. <laughs> it's the weirdest, dude. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then, then Buffy locks... Uh, Owen and Xander and Willow in an office and they're like and she's like barricade the door if you hear anything because Owen still is in the dark about the vampires and she's like if you hear a security guard just barricade the door so when Buffy leaves they immediately start barricading the doors they barricade it with two chairs and they start to put (laughs) pillows on top of the chairs and then Xander grabs a lampshade and <laughs> uses that to. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. We just saw these vampires can bend metal. <laughs> yeah. So then, while they're Xander and Willow are doing that, uh, Owen walks over to a window, and he unfurls the curtain, and he's, he goes, "Oh my!" And you're like, "Oh my god, what's he looking at?" Yeah. Uh, Buffy and Giles are still looking for the vampires. They can't find them. It's. Uh, it is ridiculous what they're doing. They're yeah. literally, I think they they decided that one of the guys who died is probably the anointed one. Because yeah. Giles is making lots of predictions. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're just like this, they're opening up all those like uh, dead body drawers. Dead and, body drawers. I don't know. I don't know. What the, I don't even know what you call those things. What, what do you call them? I don't know. I don't know. I've only seen them in morgue, so I just say like morgue stuff, but dead body drawers is hilarious. Yeah. And they're opening those up and they're like, oh, oh, 
Ugh. And yeah. it's like nothing in any of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're, they're like, cut. And they're just like, huh, where could it be? They don't look yeah. anywhere else. They're just nope. done. They cut back to Owen, who has opened the curtain, and the dead body is in the room with Willow and Xander and Owen. And he's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I've never seen a dead body this close before. I've never seen a dead body. Is it supposed to move? <laughs> and then so the body starts moving and it is the crazy guy from the bus mm-hmm. who has been turned into a vampire. And you're led to believe that this guy is the anointed one because he's talking all these prophecies and all this bullshit. Yes, and, my uh, favorite line in this is when he breaks the glass and he starts chasing after him. He starts mm-hmm. saying pork and beans. Yeah. Pork and beans. And I was just like, yeah, sure. Why not? What the fuck is that supposed <laughs> to mean? Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. It was just so random. So this guy's also shirtless and he's he's pretty buff. He's chasing people around. Everybody's Scooby doing. I don't he's, understand. He's not, uh, he's not doing uh, fast running. He really thinks he can just walk the walk him down. Yeah, and uh, then there's Scooby doing. Like I don't understand the concept of this, like the layout of this funeral home. But it seems like there's all kinds of hallways, and nobody is ever in the same place. Or I don't know. I'm telling you, this was a long audition for Scooby Doo for Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> it was just like every episode has some. Some yeah. tie-in. So, Owen and Willow and Xander try to escape, but vampires are blocking the exit. Buffy goes to kill the fucking guy, that, the crazy guy from the bus, but he just fucking attacks the shit out of her, throws her into a, one of the dead body drawers, throws Giles around, and then Owen shows up. He's like, no, somebody's got to help Buffy. Yeah, at one point... They run the opposite way, and they're like, oh, Buffy, she'll be fine. And they run away from her. And I'm like, yeah. Owen, what are you doing at that point? Yeah. Like, you you don't know that she's a slayer. You just think you just left this girl alone yeah. with... And they don't even know... He doesn't even know that Giles was there, because they don't yeah. want him to see Giles, because it's more confusing to be like, why is this librarian still here? Yeah. And... And I was just like, dude, turn back around. Like, dude, Owen must dick. think that Xander and Willow are like the coldest friends. Yeah. Anyone could yeah. ever. Like, she'll, like, yes, Buffy, she'll be fine. Let's go. Fine. Keep running. <laughs> and then eventually he does go back, which I, I, he earned a little bit of respect for me on that point for going yeah. back. Uh, he, did. he did. Yeah. And Buffy's really, every fight scene I've noticed is Buffy getting thrown across the room. Yep. Like, and, and it's hilarious every time. Like, she gets picked up, thrown, hit her head, falls over a table. It's it's wonderful stunt work. <laughs> yeah, this show, this episode also includes some of Buffy's famous gymnastics for no reason. Yeah. She's yep. on a table and does, like, a cartwheel off of the table. Mm-hmm. And, like, doesn't kick him with the cartwheel. There's yeah. no purpose. It's just for transportation only. Yeah. And then uh, she lands on her feet and starts punching him. And then, yeah, then she gets thrown. Then Owen shows up and he's like, get off her. Punches the vampire. Vampire picks him up, chucks him. Uh, He gets up and then the vampire like knocks him out, gives him a concussion, it seems like. Yeah, it like picked him up and hit him with the door. (laughs) 
To the dead body drawer. Yeah, to the dead body drawer. And then I was just like, okay, so he's been knocked out. Buffy yeah. gets up and she is losing her mind thinking yeah. that this guy killed her date. Yeah. Did she say boyfriend or did she say date? She said date. Okay. But what happened was when the guy hits Owen with the door, he says, dead. <laughs> it at least says. Yeah. He hits him with the door and goes, dead. <laughs> So that vampire has no concept of how killing people works. Because yeah, I, I, I had no worries that he was dead when he hit him with the door. I didn't either. I don't know if he was like finishing a, a quote or something. But he, he literally hits him with the door and says, dead. And then Buffy's like, you killed my dad. And starts <laughs> whooping his ass, dude. Yeah. Punch, punch, kick, kick, punch, punch. And then there's like off screen and they see him getting up like the date's not dead. And Xander is about to say something. Yeah. And then. Willow's, no, no, no. Oh, Willow's, Willow's about to say uh, something. And then, Xander's, and then Xander's like, she's a little busy right now. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. Let her use this anger because yeah. otherwise she can't kill a vampire. Unless, yeah. Unless she's defending her, her date. And, so, yeah. uh, oh, who gets thrown? Does she get thrown and she hits the thing that turns on the crematorium fire? No, that was Giles. No, Giles. Okay. Giles got thrown into the button he that lights the fire. He gets too. Yeah, he does. And he doesn't even have, like, superhuman strength or anything. He's just, like, an old older guy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, these vampires could just bite you. Nope, they're going to throw you around because you're the yeah. character. Yeah. So then throughout this fight, somehow the crazy guy from the bus he jumps or buffy kicks him into the is it called a crematorium uh i don't know exactly what that the is. place i'm calling it cremated. body drawers i don't know she <laughs> gets kicked into the place where you get cremated and, and i don't think it looks like i think it looks more like it i don't know i don't know exactly what it looks like i mean that yeah. one looked like a pizza oven <laughs> with the with the rampant when she yeah. throws him into that it's the funniest staging of that shot because he kind of like jumps and she's behind them doing like the arm movement, but they mm. never touch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she threw him in there, but she doesn't touch him at all. Yeah. Um, oh, 90s action yeah. scenes in TV. Does Giles close the door? Yeah, Giles closes it. Okay, so. So many questions for Owen. What does he think just happened? No idea. Like, does he think that that was a... Oh, he doesn't... Oh, he has a great line. So he doesn't think it's a vampire for this mm -hmm. line alone. When he's fighting him, before he hits him with, like, a an urn or something and knocks him out, knocks mm -hmm. a vampire out, he goes and helps Buffy up. And he's like, oh, my God. He tried to bite me, that sissy. Yeah. <laughs> he calls yeah. him a sissy for trying to bite him. And it's just like, oh, man. Well, I also was like, they're going to get away with this because... He got hit in the head and he's like, what happened? Who was that guy? And it's like, oh, he was just a regular guy that we just burned alive. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We scared him off, I think they said. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, he's like, I was conscious when I saw a dead body come to life and chase us screaming right? pork and beans. <laughs> but <laughs> like that did happen, right? Yeah. 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 But, uh, so yeah, that's that's how they get rid of that fucking crazy guy from the from the uh, bus. And then the next day at school, Buffy's talking to Xander 
And she's like, oh, man, I fucking blew it with Owen. He's definitely not going to want to go out with me again. And then I think this is what I think I was wrong earlier. I think this is when Xander says the thing like you should just go out with a guy that knows your secret already like me. And she's like, nah, you're a fucking nobody. No, no, I think that happened in the hallway because he's like, it you have every every you can. He's like, you can't date anyone you want because at the end, she's not with. Is she with Xander at the end? She is with Xander. Okay, I just remember Giles I re- showing up. I remember them walking down the stairs, and I'm pretty sure this is okay, where he maybe. says, like, you should just go out with a guy that already knows your secret. And But then this is when Owen shows up, and he's like, hey, last night was pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and Buffy's like, yeah, I'm sorry. And he's like, you want to make tonight pretty crazy, too? I've never felt more alive than almost dying. You want to go to a bar and pick a fight with somebody and just maybe get our asses kicked and walk down a dark alley at 3 a.m. Like, yeah. All right. All right, guy. Yeah. Then Buffy's like, oh, maybe I don't want to go out with this guy, but not for the reasons that she should. Yeah. She's doing the whole like with great power comes great responsibility. I don't want the people that I love to be hurt, but she should be more concerned about him wanting to see dead bodies Never feeling more alive than almost when he died. Wanting to pick fights in bars and then walk down dark alleys. Yeah, this episode, they, this ending, they try to throw all of them in at the end. Because yeah. he says that. And she's like, oh, you want to go out with me because of the danger. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you don't like me for me. That's kind of yeah. one of the first setups. But then when she's talking to Giles, she's talking about, I don't want to get him hurt if he does come out with me. Yeah. But I'm like, you don't really care about... I mean, that is something for sure. But that didn't stop you before when you knew uh, the Hell Beasts were coming. Yeah. I think more of it is that he doesn't... One, you shouldn't like this person at all. Yeah. Two, he's only in it because you offer him this like dangerous thing. And what Buffy wants is a normal high school dating relationship. Like She yeah. doesn't want to be like, oh, all the fighting, fighting. She wants to be like, hey, I just sat down had some pizza with it and soda with the guy and it was mm-hmm. fun like that's what she wants and this guy wants her yeah, dark he side wants, yeah. he wants the danger he wants yeah. the action yeah he's and a she, bad boy she doesn't even want the action she's tired of killing vampires yeah so then giles comes to comfort buffy and be like yeah you know the life of a slayer it's tough i i never really had a choice when it became came to being a watcher my dad sat me down when i was 10 and he told me i was he was a watcher and his mom before him was a watcher and i'm gonna be a watcher and i was like no i want to be a fighter pilot or a guy that works at a grocery store and he was like nope you're gonna be a watcher and so they bond over how their social lives suck and then we cut to the master who's like oh you thought that that was the anointed one but it's actually the little kid from the bus roll credits i thought that was a great reveal because i was going to give this show a lot of credit for having one of the for having that kid be a uh, killed like i was like they only kill a kid in this show yeah like when i saw that bus i was like no way and i was like wow it's that five killed well i feel like did they steal him i guess they stole i guess cuz i was wondering i was wondering where the the other two vampires went that mm-hmm. were outside chasing him because when uh when they're like oh i'm gonna walk home after owen gets knocked out he's like i'm just gonna walk home and yeah. xander and willow walk him home i was like you know there's two more vampires outside oh yeah 
I forgot about that. Oh, no. Like, I was like, they tried to go outside and the vampires were there. So I was like, yeah. oh, so how are you guys going to handle that or no? You guys are good? Cool. Um, yeah. But now my thought is those vampires snuck in and stole that kid's body and oh, took him. and woke him back up? He's alive again? It has to be because the news report said five dead. That is true. And there was exactly five people in that bus. So See, I knew that the crazy guy wasn't going to be the anointed one because it was just too obvious. I thought he would just because obvious is... I mean, that last episode, we knew the teacher was a praying mantis from, like, the jump, so... What I thought was going to happen was, like, that crazy guy was going to be spouting all his nonsense on the bus. Mm-hmm. And then the bus driver or somebody or, the, like, the old older like black lady that was on the bus Mm -hmm. i thought that that one of them was going to turn around and be the vampire and just like kill him Mm -hmm. but i did not expect the kid so they got me no i did not expect the kid i I was like wow they killed a kid on this this is dark for uh yeah for a a show like this that won't show beheadings or anything (laughs) like they'll show an off-screen kid death um yeah but no like him being the anointed now we have like a plot that's it's moving now. The now the master's not so dumb, you know. Yeah. He at least has like he is a threat. So yeah. And Buffy having to kill a vampire kid is gonna be amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. They're gonna age him up. <laughs> he's like, well, he'll talk like he's a seventy-year-old man. Yeah. So that is the episode. That is. Our thoughts on Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. Do you have anything else to say about this episode, Vance? Mm, uh, no, not really. Uh, I th- feel like this was a solid, solid episode. Uh, yeah, it was a good one. Xander's not too annoying. Cordelia's like at her perfect level that she's going to be. Willow yep. doesn't have a lot to do. Yeah. Um, I do think they could have played up uh, the Willow pretending to date xander thing where he had to where they had to kiss or something Mm -hmm. you know they could have just forced one of those in there yeah and then like when buffy and owen look away xander's like (laughs) and then willow's like oh yeah Yeah. like i did yeah i feel like they could have just done a little more with that uh trying to hide it from him and keeping it secret but like he just straight up sees a vampire and just doesn't realize it's a vampire doesn't care yeah yeah things at this school man everybody at the school has seen things yep they should just like she should just come out with it at this point and just be like guys you all saw it there's vampires yeah, there there was a point where giles was like you know if your secret gets out about you being a slayer it could really endanger a lot of people and i'm like wait you mean when she did cartwheel flips in the middle of the bronze that one time in front yeah. of everyone and killed somebody with a pool stick yeah like, what more can she do? Yeah. I mean, she should just tell it. She doesn't need to say that she's a slayer, but she could just be like, there's vampires. And remember two weeks ago at the bronze, remember the beheading? There's demons and vampires here. We all need to band together and fight. Yeah, or remember, everybody move. Remember that lady whose hands caught on fire? Yeah. Uh, that was because this one girl's mom's a witch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she can verify it. <laughs> she's trapped in the trophy case yeah here's undeniable proof she brings out the trophy and it's like woo, woo, 
<laughs> hey, Cordelia, remember that day you went blind? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And I saved your life? Maybe yeah. stop being a bitch about things. <laughs> <laughs> Cordelia bounced back from that blindness like it was nothing. Oh, yeah. She lost 0.7 ounces, so she's good. <laughs> she's feeling good. Oh, my God. Seeing beheaded right. people and being blind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the next episode is titled The Pack. What do you think that means? Werewolves. You think werewolves are next? Done. Yep. <laughs> Eat, book it. Yep. <laughs> that prediction nailed it down. Werewolves, uh, book it. <laughs> uh, is the pack like P-A-C-K or yep. P-A-C-T? K. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say werewolves. Also, I've noticed this episode in the when the theme song starts, it's like a werewolf howl. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, well, we'll have to see if uh, next episode is about werewolves. Yeah. Probably the most obvious thing. Watch it not be about werewolves at all. <laughs> it's like, a like it's of, definitely. It's, it's a killer pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Xander takes like, up smoking. Xander, no. <laughs> yeah. There's like a misdirect where you see one wolf and then it's like, oh, oh, oh. And then it's Xander smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Adios. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.